Yo, um, it's your boy Monk, uh, doing another podcast episode, late night, uh, podcast episode per usual. Um, so I want to start, um, by, uh, just taking a moment of silence for, uh, Grant Wall. Um, he was a, uh, a journalist who was killed in, um, Qatar, um, covering the World Cup. So I just want to take a moment um, to uh, just remember him. Yeah, um, I uh, I haven't read the full story yet. Um, one of my uh, one of my uh, best friends and uh, uh, fellow journalists um mentioned it in passing to me and uh, it wasn't until I was watching um uh the Milwaukee and Dallas game and they mentioned it I was like oh that's what he was talking about then I kind of just uh did a little um not even like a, a really in-depth read into the story um yes yeah, so I just I had to start with that just to acknowledge his passing um I started to make a joke, um, not about his death itself, but just um, some of the circumstances and uh, people mentioning that it's suspicious and X, Y, Z. I was going to say, you know, let's keep Kyrie away from that one uh, for PR uh, reasons. And so he can you know, play a full 10 games without getting suspended. But uh, I'm not even going to... Um, go down that route. I, I don't know the full story yet. Uh, and I, I don't, uh, I really don't think it's the time or appropriate to make a joke about someone's uh, passing. Um, so I, I just, I'm going to leave that alone. I, I got some jokes I'm going to get off tonight, uh, hopefully in uh, under 10 minutes, but um, that one I'm not going to touch on. I got to read more on the story and um that uh, Grant's family mourn um, without uh, another black person trying to make light of trauma. Um, That said, um, I was watching the Lakers and 76ers because I had some money on the game and um, just like basketball. um, It's the end of the game. I'm just wondering why there's a head coach asking a player whether to call a timeout or not after a free throw. And um, Darvin Ham, you know, he was a solid player and everything, and he's finally got his call. Uh, I'm just going to let you know right now, bro, you are the rookie head coach of an underperforming star-studded team with stage four LeBron cancer. And um, it's going to implode soon enough, and you're going to get fired regardless if you listen to that man or not, within one to two seasons, because you will be a scapegoat for another team he's designed to collapse when he leaves, which he will do. Um, so I, I'm you got to establish yourself. Like, you got to set your foot down. You got to uh, search yourself. You can't go to LeBron, hey, you think I should call a timeout? If he's telling you don't call a timeout, like, just, like, don't listen to him. Like, this is not his team. This is your team. I don't you know, care what his narcissistic ego is telling him or anybody else or 
what the people believe or whatever. You're the coach. You got to set the tone. You got to say whether to make that call or not because at the end of the day, the decision falls on you. And so does the blame when uh, you are, are on the LeBron James team, whether on the sidelines or on the court. Um, uh, another thing I, I want to say is I, I love seeing AD kind of come back to form and, you know, playing hard and, uh, you know, being the dominant player that he is. And uh, Jeannie, Jeannie Buss um, has to uh, – he has to start playing for, like, the next three to five seasons uh, to capitalize on this window that he still has because you never know when AD is going to fall apart or uh, his motor is going to uh, – decline or whatever the case might be, but you got to capitalize why he's able to still perform at this caliber because uh, he's going to be the cornerstone for as long as he's in the purple and gold. Um, and they got to start looking to, to make some trades. And when I say make some trades, I'm not saying listen to LeBron and ask him for a few 3 and D shooters, a vet on a, a veteran minimum who uh, is, is – half healthy or half way between retirement and a retirement home. I mean, literally, Jeannie has to use her genius to to put together a team that's going to actually be able to uh, uphold the Lakers' legacy and get that next banner. Because um, Boston's on their way to number 18 right now. Um, Lakers are on their way to another five or six seasons in the lottery. Um so yeah, that that's all. I, I I can't even be a Lake Show fan anymore. Just got to see the uh, what's the writing on the wall. Uh, and I'm sorry, y'all gonna have to listen to Drake on uh, on repeat. This is my song. It's been my song for over a month. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, on the other side of the court, you know, the Sixers got to make some trades too. Uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. You got to package Tobias Harris. Uh, he's a solid role player, and he can be a contributing man, uh, player on a championship team. He's not that third, fourth option on the Sixers. Um, I've seen the guy make too many late-game errors too many times uh, to have any type of faith in him, like really helping you get over the hump. He's, he's hit his plateau, uh, get what you can out of him in a trade, and... Uh, you need a high energy guy uh, who can produce on both sides of the on the court and uh, can help uh, Jojo. I mean, you got Harden and he's still able to kind of produce, but uh, he's a lazy player in the playoffs and his production has severely declined uh, over the last 2.5 seasons. Um, uh, he comes into the season out of shape. Uh, Spends too much time spending half his billion millions on strippers to hang out, you know, for a couple hours or whatever. Um, yeah, you, you got to get another a player that's gonna be a solid guy, um, and get rid of Doc too. Um, he, it's no reason that team should collapse, and they collapsed too often at the end of games. They were up like what, ten points. I got to look at the uh, the stats again. They were up. The, the majority of the end of the game, and then I blink and I'm like, crap, maybe my best might hit the other way. So I was kind of pulling for Lakers for a minute, even though I really knew Philly was going to pull it off. But when you got a Doc Rivers team, you, uh, 
you really, uh, you never know for real. Uh, I mean, the guy has blown more three-run leads in the playoffs than just by anybody else. Oh no, actually more than anybody else. So yeah. Um, on to the last game I was just watching. Um, uh, uh, the the Mavericks versus the Bucks. Great game. Uh, exciting, competitive, energetic. Uh, but there's only one thing I, I'm going to remember and one thing anybody's going to remember about that game. And there's only one thing I'm going to talk about from this game uh, in this podcast in the next minute and a half. And that was me witnessing a hate crime on the court committed by one of my favorite players, Luca. Um, you absolutely cannot be that white that you have a name like Luca Doncic. And you baptize a black man with locks and as much melanin in his skin as Drew Holiday. And it's not called a hate crime. Um, That was a virtual lynching. Uh, I don't care if you do live and play in Texas. That was caught on 4K, buddy. Um, And I just, um, yeah, that that was brutal to watch. I, I was showing my gushers, and I watched every replay. Like, God damn, he just baptized that man. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Um, yeah. No, no, that, no. In all seriousness, that was a seriously crazy dunk. I looked up and just... Um, yeah, Lucas special. Um, and Drew, he, I love Drew. He's a uh, really great player, and he's a, a cornerstone of the Bucks. Uh, he plays hard on both sides of the court. I would say get a player like him if you're uh, Philly, but uh, Milwaukee isn't going to come up off of him anytime soon, for, uh, especially not to buy his hairs, but uh, anytime soon. So, yeah, uh, overall, it was a good night in hoops. Uh, uh, I'm trying to get this podcast off, just do it instead of telling myself to do it in the morning after I get all the stats out, you know put something outside in another couple of days or whatever, maybe put out an article, but uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm actually going to start a Twitch uh, probably tomorrow and you'll see me streaming um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm on my second playthrough of that game and I uh, kind of just want to share some commentary for that game because it's actually low-key hilarious in some parts if you just really like read into some of the subtext and stuff so yeah i just want to kind of commentate and play some video games because that's what i've been doing to kind of kill time when i'm not working all day every day um yeah so you know like subscribe share uh check me out i am going to change the name of or not change the name of the podcast but uh my um twitch stream will be uh, either genocide of the gushers or the gusher slayer um no just when i got the munchies i just love gushers or fruit by the foot you know something fruity and i i was told it was my uh inner child healing snacks so uh, that's what i've been on um but i need to get some inner child on uh later uh so i'm gonna wish you all a beautiful night uh enjoy this friday night be safe have fun and uh i'll holler at y'all in another couple days in this weekend peace